Hi, I'm Zach. And I'm Danny. And this is Welcome to Undergrad. We're two college seniors. That's us. Tell you all the tips and tricks veteran students picked up throughout their college careers. So if you're stressed out about college. Or don't even know where to begin, relax. Buckle in. And welcome welcome to to undergrad. Undergrad. Hi, everybody. How y'all doing today? This is Zachary Smith with another edition of Welcome to Undergrad. I'm joining the studio with Danny Mudvari. And uh, we're here to talk a little bit about college. If you've never caught the show before, uh, stick around. You might enjoy it. (laughs) Ah, So you want to just kind of do a nice opening segment of Would You Rather? I got some questions pulled up that I think every college student has an opinion about whether or not they know it or not. You know, just as long as you've been through it, you have some kind of thought on the matter. So let's just get started with the first one. Would you rather have 8 a.m. classes every day or 8 p.m. classes every day? Morning or uh, night? Starting bad. No, I think I would take the p.m. classes. Because oh. if it was the a.m. class, if it's 8, uh, what's it called? If it's the 8 a.m. classes every single day, I'm probably, sh- I'm pretty sure I wouldn't make it to some of them. Uh, if not most of them. Yeah, me too. So, <laughs> so I would take, I would definitely take the p.m. classes. I mean, it also kind of depends on what class it is. Because if it's really something that important and stuff like well, if it's not like a a gimme class, if it, if if the class doesn't take attendance, everything's online, asynchronous, whatever, it doesn't matter if you show up or not. Then does it really matter if it's eight a.m. or eight p.m.? Asynchronous definitely d- d- doesn't matter. If it's if it was online, I might consider taking eight a.m. If it was online, like synchronous but online, I might consider it. But if not, anything anything else. No, I'll, I'll take the 8 p.m. classes, even though it's 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 annoying. I've had a 6 p.m. class before. Yeah, me too. And it's sort of annoying to come back here like at nighttime. Yeah, exactly. like you, you're, you're done for the day and you want to just put that behind you and move on to what you have going on at the night. And instead, you got to come in. And usually night classes are not just an hour long. Usually they're at least an hour and a half, if not uh, three hours, because some your schedules can get weird like that. Yeah, yeah, no, I had a, I had a eight, I had a what's it called, uh, six p.m. class, four days of in a week. I had fr- really? Fridays off, so but That's four weird. days in a week, and I'm like, no, no. So no. that class was an hour long then. Yeah, yeah, I think mine was an hour and a half, but they, it just drags forever, and you're just like, please let it be over with. And you're just like, why is this class schedule like that? Like, no, no, that, that <laughs> well, shouldn't be a schedule. I took that thing. class to avoid a professor I didn't want to take. Hmm. Yeah, the, the, was it worth there were it? Two, there were two classes open, one with a professor that I knew I didn't want to take, and then one with a, um, then one nighttime class with a professor I knew I would be fine to take. And so I went with the night class. Would I do it again? Yes. Just okay. short answer, yeah. So it was, it was worth, worth it. it. Now, if it was 8 a.m., Probably not. I probably would buckle down and take the take the, the professor. professor I didn't yeah. want to take because my mind doesn't work at eight a.m. It just doesn't. Um. Yeah. 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 I, I'm pretty much the same. You see, now I'm dealing with a with a struggle. At at the beginning, you kind of have to struggle with like, okay, what professors do you take? What uh, what classes do you take? What times do you take your classes? Mm-hmm. Now I'm struggling to find a class that I need to take or that I want to take because I've already taken all the classes that I keep need your, to take. Keep your hours intact. But while taking the classes, yeah. Exactly. Now, like, I want to keep my hours as minimal as possible, but I need to take my electives or, or for mm-hmm. some, uh, whatever. Some, and, some good classes for that I hear is Psych 101, so psychology, like the basic I've level heard of course. Yeah. Then there was a, some myth- mythology class that seemed to be pretty popular as well. I, I can't remember the exact title of the class, but 
Mythology was, sounds good. Yeah, about it was like Greek myths and stuff. I think my brother had taken it. I lo- I was trying to take it this semester, but it was full. Uh I definitely would like to take that. I mean, I'm I'm very fan of Greek. Uh, I'm a very big fan of Greek mythology. I'm not sure if it's just Greek mythology or just like mythology in general. No, but, you know, I'll I'll look into it. Yeah. But yeah, you see, that's that's the curse of an upperclassman. It's like you have to now you're struggling to find which classes you should take. Especially if for upperclassmen that have to stay full time for scholarships, mm-hmm. because uh, when you run into Danny's problem with uh, bottleneck classes, you can't take all the classes that you need to in one semester because there's prereqs for all, for the for the last classes. But you still have to keep at least twelve hours. That's yep. what I ran into this year. It sounds like it's what Zan- what Danny's running into next year, and the best cure for it is to sign up for your classes early cuz I didn't and now I ta- I've now I'm taking two like 3000 level well one 3000 level course and then another course that where I have I've had to write three separate papers that are kind of stressful and it's it's made it a not very fun semester yeah 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 just struggling but I think we're both we both agree 8 a.m. classes yeah I mean, no, 8, 8, p.m. 8, p.m. 8 p.m. classes, 8 p.m. classes. Yeah, I definitely don't know. <laughs> that, that was a test. You passed. Congratulations. All right. Would you rather never have a smartphone again or never have a laptop again? Yikes. Yeah, it's difficult. It's very difficult, especially for broadcast majors because we use laptops like video edit and mm. stuff like that. And I like people say that you can do stuff like that on iPads and things of that nature. It's not the same. Yeah, yeah, absolutely not. Especially the effects and everything that you want to add, like to be specific about it. Mm-hmm. Like I've I've made edits that you definitely cannot make on an iPhone. Okay, yeah, to iPad. zoom all the way in there, and you like you're you're dealing with like inches at a time, and you need the keyboard and mouse. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, I don't think you even need to make an argument about how useful a phone is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think uh, I think we're fortunate enough towards um, our. Our school has enough computers everywhere, and they're usually open all the time. It did say laptop. You're yeah. right. You got them there. Yeah, yeah. So what's it called? So if I would were to come here and use the computer here, and then once I got a job, I would have to use the computer at the job. Desk, I would, yeah. Probably just, usually just only they, use desktops, and never laptops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm in agreement. I think I could make that work. Yeah, yeah it wouldn't it wouldn't be fun, but it could work. No, I used to not have a phone before when I was uh, when I was younger. Because I mean, I I wasn't spoiled. <laughs> So I didn't have a phone until I was about 16. Yeah, I, I was actually the same way. Sophomore in high school, yeah. freshman in high school, somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, I know what life is without a phone, and I don't think I could go back to it. Yeah, it's uh, it's so convenient. It is way too entirely convenient, especially because the smartphones are like having a miniature laptop in your pocket at this point. Yeah. With, you know, a couple of exceptions, but... And you know, like it's just, it's still, I mean, uh, it probably would make me read more or something like that. Because now, now, nowadays, like even if it's just uh, passing the time or trying to pass the time, it's um, books it's are like, on there, uh, fun apps, stuff like that. Of course, the communication part of it, yeah. and the internet has answers to everything. So you right. ever have a question, it's in your pocket at this point. The internet yeah. has truthful answers to it. <laughs> no, 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 no. If you know, if you know how to look, if you know how to look. Alright, next question. Would you rather have the worst professor of all time once or have just okay professors forever? So it's like the professor from hell for one class. But after that class is over, you can take whatever professors you want afterward. Or be able to dodge that bullet and have just okay professors. 
I think it would really depend on the class. I mean, if I consider every single class that I've taken in, in UTA, I would take the bad professor. Because I don't think it's, I mean, like Julian, for example, he's a, he's an amazing professor. He's a very good professor. And I don't think I would be far that far, this far in my career as a technical director, as a video editor, as a whatever, whatever, without Julian. So I think like if I had just an okay professor throughout my whole college career, I wouldn't have made it this far. So I'll, I'll probably take the, the professor, professor from hell once and then try to get the good professors uh, afterwards. You're saying that good professors have more of an impact than bad professors. Absolutely. And th that's part of the reason why I've always been attracted to teaching is like you're influencing the life of someone. You're, you're changing a life. Like, and, that's, that's, and perpetually, you're going to change many lives after that. And um, like, for example, like Julian, just as a like Julian is my main professor that I go to, basically, it's like. He's changed my life forever. He's changed my parents' life because I'm going to be changed forever. He's changed my brother's life, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So he's made such a huge impact. That just butterfly by, effect. Yeah. 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 yeah um, I, I can definitely see where you're coming from. I, I, honestly, I'm not sure because if it was like a really important class that you get the professor from Helen, that's, <laughs> that's messed up. Like you, you got to know the basics yeah. before you move on. And if like to me, a bad professor is a professor that doesn't know what he's teaching, and then then expects way too much from you, and doesn't and doesn't let you like kind of stands in the way of the resources between you and what you need to know. So at that point, you're it's essentially self-taught class at that point, which I've done before. I can deal with that. But when the professor is asking for things with that you literally cannot teach yourself and stops you from moving on because it's a prereq for the next class that's that that would be very difficult i'm i'm not gonna lie that that does not sound like an ideal situation um now that being said i completely agree with you that one good professor has way more impact in your life than one bad professor does but depending on what class that is that that can be a very very uh different point of view so it's it's a it's a tough question, but fortunately we come to UTA where everything <laughs> is awesome and everything. No, you, you you'll run into some tough professors, but I don't think I don't think I've run into a seriously ignorant professor that doesn't want to teach you or doesn't want to help you out. I agree with that. Uh, but you know, for my final answer, if it was if it is in the perspective where it's like the linchpin class, where it's the worst professor in the history of the world teaching that class, I think I'd just take the just okay professors. I, I honestly do. And the part of the reason why I say this is because I transferred into broadcast. And so if my first class was with the worst professor of all time, I probably would have transferred right out of broadcast. Now the thing is, do the okay professors have the connections and, and all that stuff to get you out of, well, like once you actually graduate, to get you into the, into the, into the world? Because a good professor, what they would do is like they will look look out for you, not only through your college, they'll look out for you after your college. They'll be like, okay, these are the job opportunities and all that stuff. You need me to talk to some people because I have connections. You need to, like, I'll do that because it looks good on the program and because it looks good on you. I think a good professor would do that unsolicited. An okay professor would make the student have to come to them and kind of uh, kind of do all of the legwork. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's, so, that's a good... That's kind of where my mind frame is for that because... Uh, I know for a fact Julian has people lined up for his TV students uh, saying, hey, got an internship here. Hey, they're looking for people here. And they come 
he comes to his classes that he teaches with connections that his students can use. Whereas a okay professor might have those connections, but not bring them up to cl up to class. So if a student takes interest in uh, what whatever the professor has going on, uh, be it like an organization or so work with some sort of group or anything and forms a relationship with that professor, then maybe the professor was be, be like, oh yeah, by the way, this came up. But like just for that student. So I think as a student, you can overcome just okay professors and still get everything out of it, out of college that you need. But uh, I, I, a terrible professor and a linchpin class just seems unsurmountable to me. Yeah, okay. I could, I could take that. Would you rather have a constantly messy dorm room or a constantly smelly dorm room? <laughs> I'll take the mess. Um, what's it called? Uh, Wait, I, I don't like the word mess. I like organized chaos. Thank you. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm pretty organized, I, I would say. I, I mean, like, it just kind of like, it's, it's not like I'm organized 100% of the time. It just, I let it get bad for a little bit. Like it's, it's, it'll be five days and then, and then like my room looks pretty bad and then I'll start, okay, I need to organize. And then I start cleaning up and all that stuff. Cause it's just like satisfying to me, but I've dealt with roommates and my current roommate actually is not the, uh, most sanitary of persons. It, like he, he's just not clean and he's not, it's, it's just not nice. And it, like, it, so he stays, he stays downstairs and I stay upstairs. But every time I come downstairs, I have to do it with smells and stuff like that. I'm just like, okay, I, I don't want to. When it. things start to smell, there's a problem. Exactly. So like, I'm okay with the mess. I'm like, it's still like, you should clean it up, but I'm okay with the mess. Smell, I'll be like, okay, yeah, there, there's, there's a problem. You need to fix something. A hundred percent agreement. And with that, like smells... So when things start to smell, that's a, that's a symptom for something worse. Yeah. When, I, when things are messy, like I, I like the word organized because I'm, I'm a messy person. I know where things are in my head, but then like other people would come look at this and like, what is this? And yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, that's over there. And this is over here and things. I could tell you exactly where everything is, but yeah, smells, smells are, smells are scary. You should be scared of bad smells in your dorm. <laughs> I've I've firmly convinced myself that I'm never going to, I mean, like, I'm never, after I graduate from college, I'm never going to have a roommate again, because, it's like, it's, it's too You're much. You're done? I'm, I'm done, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll share a room with, I'll share a, an apartment with my brother, that's perfectly fine, because I can, I can talk to my brother, like, like, normal. Right. But you can't really tell someone that's, that's, like, paying for the apartment as much as you, like, the, like, it's, it's an agreement kind of thing. Uh, so it's, it's like, it's harder to tell that person, Hey, you need to clean this up. You need to clean this up because you're, you're equally paying for the same space. When it's your, when it's your brother, it's like, if I call mom right now, she's going to take my <laughs> side. <laughs> uh, sometimes. Yeah. 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 But no, yeah, yeah. It's that's, that's the issue. No matter how much we grow up, it's mom's still in charge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, there's there's been times where I've I've had to call my mom <laughs> when I'm, I'm arguing with my brother. And there is no shame in uh, in parental support in college. Zero shame. Yeah, for some reason, I mean, like in high school, you want to be independent and all that stuff, but then you get to college and you're like, oh my god, I need to call my parents. Uh, sometimes. Sometimes yeah. it very depend depends on what you're talking about, but yes, sometimes. I I used to get on my brother uh, for not calling my parents before. And now he calls my parents more than I do because now I'm busy with work and with job and all that stuff. And I'm like, okay, now he gets onto me for not calling my parents. And so, uh, no, you, I mean, you need just give them a call, give them an update about your life and stuff like that. Now, don't be desperate. I like I, my ex-girlfriend, she, when she was in college, she used to like handle everything through her mom. 
Like, like she couldn't do any decision without her mom's approval. And I'm like, okay, you need to start living your life. Cause like at some point you're going to have to start living. And like, it, it came to a point where like, even if you went to get groceries, you had to have your mom's approval about what groceries to get. I'm like, that's, that's too much. That's too much. There's, there's, it's a line between giving advice and uh, not being able to make any choice by yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and I've met even like, even if it's not your mom, I've met people that can't make decisions on their classes without their counselor's help. I'm like, okay, but you know what classes you need. And like, they already have it lined up and they're like, I won't register for it unless my counselor gives me the approval. You, I'm can, like, re you can register and then drop them if, it, if it's You wrong. can swap them out. But there's <laughs> and people there's that's, no penalty. <laughs> there's people that get, really get stressed about pa it. Past a day. It's, I mean, uh, until a certain day. There, there is a deadline where a penalty does happen. But yeah, you, you can absolutely uh, sign up for classes and then swap classes around, drop classes, all of that good stuff until the, until the deadline day. Yeah. No, but I mean, like, I, I don't think I understand this yet. I've, I thought in one moment that, like, I'll eventually be able to understand, but I didn't understand it. I remember there was a girl, like, there was people, friends and stuff like that, that I've, like, I've been like, oh, hey, I'll help you out uh, register for classes because I know where the general core requirements are and I know what your major requirements are and I know, like, I can help you out. So I can help you out signing up, signing up for classes so that you, the, like, you get your schedule for next year. Like, oh, no, I can't because I'm going to get stressed and then I'm going to drop it and drop out or something like that. And then so I need to talk to my counselor. I'm like, OK, that's let's calm down. <laughs> if you're going to get stressed and going to drop out, just sign it up for classes. OK, I'm, I'm not going to touch it. Yeah, that's um, that's not a problem I'd say that I've run into quite often. Um, now, thinking about like your to do list, that can be stressful. Don't get me wrong about that. But like. You should never be scared to sign up for your classes. If if you're scared to sign up for your classes, that means the deadline is just around the corner and you have procrastinated entirely too long. <laughs> you're signing up the day before classes. I've met people that have signed up the day before classes. That's been like, me before, okay? <laughs> <laughs> just the day before classes, I'm not, I'm not sure. The professor is like, oh, okay, I got 15 students. And then 16 students show up to his class. And I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Who is this? <laughs> yeah, that, that's definitely been me before. Uh, not the day before, but like the week before. Like it gets out of hand if you don't get on it. Like I still haven't signed up for my class, my, my singular class. I know what class to take. I literally just have to go and do it. And I just haven't done it yet. There, there's no reason for me not to. I'm a very futuristic person. So I've already like... I I think I decided my classes for for well I mean like what generally what I needed for my classes about a year ago. Uh, I just now I'm just struggling picking my electives because I mean those like you can't predict those. But I'm a very futuristic person to the point like people have to tell me okay you need to calm down like you like you need to live in the now and and now and today instead of still thinking about three years from now. Yeah, see people tell me like look. Day is more is longer than one hour. Have a little bit of a plan past that one hour. I'm like, yeah. nope, hours happening right now. Sleep can be taken whenever you do. You do it when you can. <laughs> when you can, yeah. Are you working on an assignment now? No, yeah, right, you can sleep. <laughs> it's, that was my mindset, like all of Thanksgiving break. You can. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you have a good Thanksgiving break? Like I had a very restful Thanksgiving break. That's good. That's yeah. good. Um, I was working the whole Thanksgiving straight, uh, straight and people were like, oh my God, I mean, are you okay? And stuff like that. I was like, yeah, I mean, I'm getting overtime and I'm getting uh holiday pay. Like, why wouldn't I be fine? Like you, like 
you you don't really celebrate Thanksgiving, right? No, no, no. I mean, uh, <laughs> and I told this to my coworker, and she got concerned about me. She was like, "Well, we all have something to be thankful about." And like, I don't know. I I am thankful about multiple things. It's just I don't celebrate it because uh, because I mean, it's just not a tradition in Mexico. We do, never celebrate it right, in Mexico. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, probably if my parents live will live here, I would like do a dinner with them, something like that. But I mean, I don't have them here, so I just. I, I did a Friendsgiving once. You see, like, uh, you're thankful for things, but not oh, yeah. to the point to where you're going to give out, a, lose out on a time and a half. I feel like my coworker, because she's an older woman, and I feel like my coworker was a little bit afraid that I was going to go into, like, like Depression? all the Indians. or oh, no, like, no. I don't celebrate this because my people are <laughs> bring, some, bring up some, race and yeah, 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 that nature. So, no, but I was like, oh, no, 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 I don't celebrate it just because, I mean, it's just not part of my culture. Like, just kind of like, why? Are, well, <laughs> the pilgrims didn't land in... Mexico, they something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like, gonna talk a little bit about a topic that probably relates a little bit too closely to my life, and that is sleep deprivation. <laughs> All right, Danny, tell me, give me your best guess. How many hours of sleep are college students supposed to get? Supposed? Supposed to get? Like in a perfect world, if if like a, if a doctor was running our schedules, they would block off X amount of hours for sleep every single day. Yeah, unless the doctor wants to pay for my college, he's not gonna be allowed. <laughs> but um, I don't know. Like it's always a just a take weird... a take a random guess. So usually they used to tell us that eight hours a day was supposed to be the the good amount. Yeah, like you you hit it right exactly. It's like students are encouraged to get seven to nine hours of sleep to reach their <laughs> quote highest academic performance. This is coming from the uh, study done by Mayo Clinic. Uh, but yeah, seven to nine hours of sleep. Can you imagine? You see, that's kind of one of the things that's like, like these studies are done by universities, I'm sure. Like oh, yeah. Clinics and stuff like that. So it's like, it's not like the universities are going to be like, you know what? We're going to lower the amount of homework or something like that just because, you know, we have to take into consideration. Life happens. To it. So like, like, assignments exactly. don't wait for anyone. Exactly. And, and not only assignments. I mean, you, most of us, like, not most of us, but a lot of us have a job or a lot of us have to do other stuff. Jobs, organizations. That kind of stuff. So definitely uh, sleep doesn't affect your Who wants to go to college and then not do anything fun at college either? Like, in all honesty. Yeah. That's not going to happen. You have to factor multiple things into the sleep thing schedule. And I know that people sacrifice their sleep. I mean, I see it. I I have a lot of people that are like older and all stuff. And they tell me like, oh, no, you should not. Uh, sacrifice your sleep because you're young you're you should go sleep and stuff it's like that. because we're young that we sacrifice our sleep we exactly. have the energy to do it supposedly. i mean eventually supposedly I know that, <laughs> eventually i know that when i'm 40 years old i'm probably just gonna go to bed at 8 a.m at 8 p.m and that'll be really weird for me that'll be the- <laughs> that like i, I kind of see it as like i work m- myself out right now so that i don't have to later on like i'll be fine later on hopefully all right now uh to the same, how how many hours do you think like the average student actually gets? Oof. According, well, this is according to the same study that by Mayo Clinic. So you can just take a random stab in the dark, or whatever. I'd say around six. I don't know. I know there's people that sleep pretty well. Like my 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 average would probably be lower, but I w- I would say around six. Well, you you got it again. It's the average go. student sleeps five to six hours per night. Yeah, I don't think they asked you or me about that. Um, I bet you college students lied because that's what college students do when asked about their like uh, like their their uh, health schedule and things of that nature. It's like they they want to put on the good face and everything, say the correct answer. Yeah, 
Yeah, like, yeah, no, no, no. I bet you that's a lie. Yeah, I mean, it's just what's it called? There's been points where unless I fall asleep, unless I like I, because usually it's kind of an argument with myself. It's like okay, I need to stay awake, but then myself is gonna be like, oh no, 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 you need to sleep and stuff like that. So it's unless my sleep side wins. I like, there's sometimes where like there's weeks that I'd be like, okay, if I if I can't. I'm not going to fall asleep, but like for the whole week. And I like how they put this like the average day. It's like that's not how college students uh, function. The way we function is stay up two days in a row with zero hours of sleep, followed by a crash of 18 hours of sleep during one day. It's like, yeah, if you average that out, that's about nine hours of sleep. Yeah. A little, <laughs> actually, that would be less than the nine divided by that's like three hours of sleep. But like that's still still not the right. Yeah, so I, I think that'd be six. Quick math is hard. At the same, at the same time, it's just like, I think for some reason it works in our brain that way. I don't know if it actually works that way, but if for some reason it works that way. Like if I sleep twelve hours in one day, I can go. Like in my mind, I can go. Okay, I can go a, a two days without proper sleep. It's not how it works. It's not how it I works. Can answer that one for you? That's but, not how that works. But but I. <laughs> I, I convince myself that that's how it works and that's how I keep myself up. So like, for example, like for example, today, right. Um, I told my employers I couldn't work. Uh, I couldn't work weekdays because of school schedule. And then they were like, oh, school is out last week. And then I was like, oh yeah, sure. Last week. That's fine. But then this week they scheduled me throughout. Allow us to schedule. introduce ourselves and our work hours during your school week. Exactly. And I, it's not like I could change it. So I was like, I'm not going to get fired from this just job. just because I can't work. Just so, because I can't sleep? Are you kidding me? Exactly. So at this point, like, I'm going to go to work at 10 and at 10 p.m. and then come back at 7 a.m. and then go to class at 9 a.m. And, like, you think, how do, how do you fix this? There is no fix for this. This is, exi- this, it is what it is. Yeah. So college students know what, what kind of commitment college is. We accepted that. We, we know how much money we have to make on part-time jobs. We've accepted that. And we, uh, we know what our extracurricular activities include, and we do it accordingly. Now, are they smart decisions? No. No, they're not. But they're our decisions, and we know, we know what we're... Well, hopefully we know what we're signing up for. It gets, you get into trouble when you don't know what you're signing up for, and you start missing out on, on one of those areas. That's when you either get fired, drop out of school, or uh, lose all of your friends. Now, the interesting question would be... Because, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm absolutely sure that not all majors get the same sleep. No, I agree. With now, that. my question would be, which is the major that gets the most sleep? Because the, the, the major that gets the least sleep, I'm, I'm sure it's somewhere STEM, in STEM. STEM, yeah, somewhere in without STEM. a doubt. I don't know where in STEM, but somewhere in STEM. But what's the major that gets the most sleep? English major, maybe? Maybe. You have to, you have to write papers. Long essays. Right. So, like, um, I'll maybe think about the long essays. I was thinking art majors. Um, like art, art majors, like design majors, kind of thing. Yeah, uh, there, you get large projects at the end where, like, you put it off. I, yeah. would, I would imagine, and then it's it's like a it's a painting or it's it's a whatever medium you're doing. It's not like you can exactly skimp on the details if you show up with your final project where where it's so obvious that it was made uh, the night before. That's not going to go over well. Whereas, like, if you're writing a paper and things of that nature, yeah, we've been writing papers our entire lives at this point. You know how to, you know how to put like some superfluous word. Like, obviously, it wouldn't be your best work if you like write it at the last minute. But at the same time, it's uh, it's it's not going to be as obvious as like a painting that's only half painted. Now, the other question is, are you not sleeping because you absolutely can't, or are you not sleeping because you're also dumb? 
because I know that there are sometimes uh, moments where I like I know that I need sleep, but, but I'm just watching don't. and I just don't. Yeah, and because like because for some like there's no really like there's no actual explanation for it. There's no there, logical. There is no reason to click that five hour YouTube video <laughs> that explains to you the entire history of jazz, but you do it anyway. <laughs> And you feel terrible about the choice the next day, but you have made your bed and you are going to sleep in it very metaphorically because we don't get any sleep. But still, you have made your decision and then you just kind of go through the motions the next day. Exactly. I mean, I, I feel like at some point, if, if I had my whole schedule organized a certain way, I probably could fit some hours of sleep, like more hours of sleep. If you had your entire schedule organized the entire way, you would see exactly how much free time you have and would schedule more stuff in. That's what would happen. That's exactly that's exactly the problem. It's like, okay, would you actually if if you could, would you actually sleep or would you just do other things? Because I know that it, even before I people were like, okay, like you don't sleep to begin with. How are you gonna uh, fit working? And I managed, so I did have free time. <laughs> so before I started working full time, like I did have free time to sleep. I just didn't. So <laughs> it's true. This is very true, and it is. It's something that you can raise up like this is a red flag for students everywhere. You can raise awareness about it however much you want. You can campaign for it. You can, you can demand college have less work assigned. Do whatever you want. It's not going to matter. At the end, it's, like, it's like water. Okay, students will fill up that container as much as they possibly can. That container will be full every single time. Whereas in this, I guess, metaphor, sleep would be air left. We're not in as interested in sleep, right, uh, in, in this part of our lives as we should be. Yeah, yeah, no, I think I think we definitely need to sleep more, but it's not like, like, I can't tell you to sleep more because I'm, I'm definitely not going to follow my own advice. No. And I don't like that, so... Now, here is the big issue, is at the end of the semester, everything culminates at the very end, and you, ha you, like, you literally can't do anything except work if you're going to try to get through all of your, the studying you have to do, all of the book reading you have to do, all the papers you're writing, projects to make, work still, is still there. At the end of the semester, everything culminates with, with, big, pro with big, big projects. All of your classes end, and uh, e either a final or a big project. And that's where I feel like the lack of sleep is felt the absolute most. Now, could something be done there? Probably. But here's the thing about college. In college, you would go through the very different periods of time of a whole bunch of work assigned at one time and no work assigned at, at, at other times. And during the no work assigned, they like on the syllabus, it would be like, Oh, yeah, and you can, like, review your stuff here to help to, or start working on your final project here to alleviate that final project at the end. But that doesn't happen. That's not, <laughs> that's not the way we operate. And so what ends up happening is we have this huge amount of free time that we take for granted as free time and that's penciled into our schedules as free time. And then fast forward to the end of the semester, we're used to having that as free time. Now, maybe we would take a nap during that time. Maybe if it was at nighttime, we could sleep during that time or whatever. We'd catch up on lost hours, that sort of deal. But at the end of the semester, that's a no-go. And so you really have to start to decide what is, uh, what's important here. And nine times out of ten, it's sleep that gets the chop. I mean, we're young enough. I, I'm sure there's people that actually do... Um 
healthy stuff. There, there's all sorts of people out there. There's, there's people, get this, that enjoy running. <laughs> okay, there's every kind of person out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's, it, I, it's, it's, it's a struggle. Just It's a struggle, but at the same time, it shouldn't be a struggle. I like that this, uh, this website that I've been quoting, it's from csufresno.edu. So it, it is like you from like you correct the guess from a university. They uh, they uh, re- referenced the Silence Science Daily uh, magazine that says that goes twenty six minute naps improve the performance and alertness of individuals by thirty four and fifty four percent respectively. It's like okay, uh, all right. <laughs> Here's the thing: I've heard that before, and I've heard the the nap system before. I've, I've... And, and how it sits on the throne of lies. Exactly. Here, here's here's my thing about naps and 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 like how twenty six minute naps. Twenty six minutes become an hour and a half, and exactly. then an hour and a half becomes three hours, it, and then three hours become it becomes a late assignment. It, it, like I've heard about power naps, and then I'm like, okay, a power nap. And then I've I've watched all sorts of videos about this where like you're supposed to sleep only thirty minutes you're supposed to sleep about an hour and a half. They're my go-to argument for when people question if I get enough sleep. That that like power naps are my go-to argument. Like I don't even believe in the argument, but it sounds good on paper. It does, but at the same time, it's like I've I've taken power naps that have lasted until the next day, and then like I'm like okay, then that's not a power nap, and and like I'm not I wasn't supposed to sleep because because for some reason sometimes my alarm does wake me up and sometimes it doesn't, and then I just stay asleep, and then and then now I'm late for work, and now I'm late for a class, now I'm late for whatever whatever. So it's like uh, no, <laughs> like I I think we need proper sleep, but I don't think I've just made my mind as as to where like okay I'm not gonna get proper sleep until I actually go um until I actually until you graduate just yeah. four years of improper sleep basically is, yeah. is that the right thing to do well probably no. not but you know it it's something you can do it's what you're going to do I mean it's just inevitable inevitably what you're going to gravitate towards whenever you get to college. Inevitably. That's a fun word. Inevitably. Inevitably. I can't say withdrawals. Withdrawals. I used to have a really big problem with plural. Plural. It was really hard to say for some reason when I first got to the U.S. Yeah. So, you know, the the whole sleep argument, it's going to, it's ongoing. It's going to stay ongoing. But at the end of the day, it is what it is. Now, I I made a statement that I'm not sure I, I, uh, I, I correctly support. I said we know what we signed up for. <laughs> Do you think that that's correct? Do you think eighteen-year-olds coming out of high school know what they sign up for? Not a lot of them. I, I agree. I'm sure that there's some of them that do actually like do the research about schedule. I've known people that that have come into college prepared, some sort like sort of prepared, and they come to to college with a schedule. In different colors, and they they come to college with with okay, I have to go to sleep. And there's people that have the discipline to do that. I don't. So it's like I, I say I have to go to sleep, and then five hours later I'm still awake. And in then first I have to go grade, to sleep. the teacher forced me to use a planner for my homework, <laughs> and I still didn't use a planner. Like it was an assignment to use a planner, and by the by the end of the year, I was not using the planner. I think I ditched it like on week five or something. There's there's um what's it called I. I really hope you don't run into this, but there's pa- there's sometimes there's pals in your class, and then some like uh, that's fine, but then sometimes there's pal assignments like the 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 pals is is, is a, another student, an older student usually a, like a student a graduate student sometimes that it will help the teacher out with with their class. Sometimes they give you assignments, and it's really frustrating because it's really just busy work. 
And I really, really hated it because once, uh, what's it called? In the, in that, um, in those assignments that were like, okay, make a planner, make an outline and all that for the classes show us an outline with the information from the class. And I'm like, this is not how I learn. And then, then they were like, okay, now you're going to make a planner with a sch scheduling some sleep. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I mean, I've already, where, where would you like me to put it? The hour 25 to 27. And, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, if I could make more time, I definitely would, but it's like, it's like I mean, it's like, I'm in third year. Like this is this is a class that I took in my third year of That's college. That's crazy. So, like I'm in my third year of college. You don't think I figure it out by now? Like you don't think I've 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 already considered that I'm probably not gonna get enough sleep. You don't think that I've just faced the music already and know what what's gonna happen? I already know what tune's gonna play. So I'm just gonna I'm just going. I mean, you're just gonna do you. And if you actually get some, I'm pretty sure those graduate students don't get as much sleep as they made me schedule in that planner that they oh, made without me do. A doubt. So Without it's like, out of doubt. first of all, you're not going to follow that. I'm not going to follow that. Why waste both of our times? Because you have to grade it. So it's <laughs> like, so I know you have to do busy work and I have to do busy work, but we should work on something else. It's because they get paid. I, I guess. I mean, it's just, but, but they don't get paid that much. So it's so, not worth it. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, the highest salary I've seen in the UTA is $15 an hour. And I don't know how to get that. That's, that's a good, I mean. I get paid $10 an hour for the amount of work that I do. And I'm pretty sure that I should be paid more. Dang, so, you get more than me. You get, you get, I get 10, I get 10. Yeah, no, well, I get 950, 960 something. I get like eight. <laughs> <laughs> we're on, we're definitely underpaid. <laughs> Uh, college students. You know, college, college. I uh, get paid in uh, experience. College academics are usually the people that are that are for raising the salaries and all that stuff, and then they pay you eight dollars an hour for working <laughs> here. So it's like, okay, sir. So, I, so yeah, I get paid nine dollars and fifty. You know, I was like, I, I would have taken the job that I have for you for the university, honestly, for like as an unpaid internship, because like the the money was just like an extra bonus on top of that. The 18 year olds coming in i i really don't think they know what they're saying i i don't think well my freshman year was what i signed up for but then it kind of got out of control after that after i started you know getting uh doing more, some more things on campus getting more involved with the school especially with you, the radio station and all of that and i became a lot more busy than i ex was expecting to I, I really thought it was going to be a quiet four years because i'm not the type of person to put myself out there but it's what it ended up being regardless, and it kind of sneaks up on you. So I am kind of curious to know whether the average 18-year-old knows what they are signing up for in college. I think as an 18-year-old, you really have to, I mean, I know that a lot of people don't, and I certainly didn't, but you have to sit down and consider the cost-benefit of the situation, and you have to sit down and consider, okay, what is what, like, what am I actually going to do? Am I, am I going to college just because my parents want me to? Or am I actually going to college because I want to go to college and I want to do something with college? So, like, because if you're just going to college because your parents want to, like, you'll go to, sometimes, sometimes. If you're 100% just going to college because your parents want you to go and you don't even know what you want to major in, you're just going, going to, to, to go. I hope you're not paying for it if that's the case. Well, <laughs> yes, but at the same time, like, you'll be here three years and then you'll drop out saying, because after those three years, you'll kind of get your independence from your parents and your parents will be like, okay, we don't really, we, like, you can do whatever you want. And then you'll drop out and start doing something else and you're already wasted money. 
So it's like you you really have to consider what you're doing. I mean, tuition is 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 what twenty thousand dollars a semester. Twenty dollars, uh, sorry, it's twenty thousand dollars. Well, here I, in this university, is about twenty five thousand dollars a year, right? A year, yes. Yeah. So twenty five thousand dollars a year times four years. That's a hundred thousand dollars. A hundred thousand dollars. You agreed to give your school a hundred thousand dollars at eighteen years old. In some cases, at seventeen. With no attorney present, <laughs> with no like with the advice of your parents, sometimes is it is it is it twelve thousand a semester or twelve thousand a year? I can't remember. It's somewhere around there, but I know it's like around twenty five thousand dollars. So yeah, it, it also changes every year. It does. It it, ra- it, it, it goes up and up. It, it never goes down. <laughs> it never goes it down. Would, it will be a really nice day if one day just it went down. I heard a lot of rumors before uh, before the semester started. They were like, oh, they're going to lower tuition because of the pandemic. I was like, no, no they're not. Of not course they're, they're not. not you know more. what's going to happen is they're going to either keep the prices the same because of the pandemic or raise prices because of the pandemic. If anything, if they kept the prices the same, we would have called it the win. But they didn't. They raised it. And it was like, we were just like, oh, okay, well, at least they didn't raise it as much as last time. I'm like, that's, that's still a loss. If, if inflation started going down in some <laughs> alternate universe, they would use that as a reason to increase tuition. I don't know how they would do it, but they would. Like, no matter what reason you put out there, it will be a reason to raise tuition. That, that is the truth about colleges across the nation. And it's not changing anytime soon. I think, I think uh, something needs to be seriously restructured. And in, in, the ca- in the case of, like, I'm okay with someone paying $100,000 if at the end of the day you're going into a major that pays you around the same. Like STEM? Exactly. So, <laughs> but I, have, I, like, I see no reason why a music major should pay the same money as an uh, as an engineer to go to college and then end up with completely different jobs no like nothing to do with each other and then nothing to do with each other in in terms of pay so it's kind of like i feel like the market would regulate itself if people would stop going to college for things like music and then would just go to like associates degree get associate degrees for music and then go into teaching or something like that People like us who go, go in for broadcasts and say, I could have learned this before if, YouTube videos. If people videos. like us would stop going to college. <laughs> Honestly, what are we even doing here, Danny? They, they, they would start being like, okay, we need to restructure something. But, but since people like us keep going to college. The sum cost fallacy got us. I mean, yeah, it's, 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 it's just kind of like a, a thing that they, they expect you to go into in like in high school, especially. I feel like too many people, there, it was certainly a problem during the 60s and 70s where like people needed to, like we need more people to go to college. But at this point, at this time and point, like today, this year in 2021, I really think that high school should change the tune of you need to go to college or you can only be successful if you go to college. There are plenty of people out there that are not that are successful without going to college, and there are plenty of people out there that are not successful while going to college. So you need to really consider what you're going into. I'm not saying don't go to college. I'm saying consider it before you go to college. So I'm saying like examine every possible outcome, examine every uh, like all of the stuff. Well, and like there's all sorts of education. I mean, you don't necessarily have to get educated in a college. I mean, education in the sense of you can learn how to weld. Is a very good way out of poverty. Extremely true. A very good way out of poverty. I mean, those people get paid a lot more than us. <laughs> Fifty dollars an hour to be a welder, and they only went to call, to school for seven months. And I'm like, well, that's nice. Some of the stupidest people I've met have college degrees, and just like want to smash your head, <laughs> your face against the wall. Be like, how how did you even graduate? <laughs> <laughs> a, a, a degree does not really prove 
education at this point. I I feel like it more proves that you uh, you were dedicated to a, a goal for four years. And, and we're at a point where there's inflation in 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 what's it called in college degrees, where like a lot of people have bachelor degrees nowadays, and now uh, and that number is only only going to increase from now on. Um, so, so we're going to be at a point where if you actually wanted, a, if you actually want a difference in, in, uh, in salary, you should go and get, uh, you should, you need to get a master's or you need to get a doctorate or you need to get this and that. I, I just got through the four years. I don't want to do <laughs> three more. <laughs> I, I would probably consider doing a master's. Um, I'd consider it, but then also consider not, not doing it and then go with the second option. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it just kind of depends on what you want to do eventually. Because if if you just want to stay, like, if you find a job and you find uh, what's it called, and you find your place, and you think that that's the that's the best way to go, and and you find your your place in life, I mean, that's great. That's a good. That's a good thing. There is uh, there is also this aspect to consider: is once you're in school mode, it's easy to stay in school mode. So you you're in high school, you're you're used to going every single day to class. So college is the next step, and you'll be going to class every day after that. Then after your undergrad, uh, associate's degree, bachelor's degree, whatever you get, if you want to take that next step to master's, maybe it's easier for you to not take a break there because you're in, you're still in school mode where you're going to class every day, and so you just you you keep on going until you reach whatever degree of education you want. It's I feel like for me it would be easier to do it all in a row. Then to take a gap and then go back. It it would be interesting. Um, what's it called? I I'm still gonna. I mean, I'm still planning on getting an MBA. Uh, eventually after after I graduate and after I go into the workforce, we'll see how that that will turn out. Um, the other part of that is sometimes the workforce, depending on where you work, will pay for for your college for that next part of your degree. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. There's there's people that um, I mean. There's multiple places that they do want you to get an MBA, and if they, if you find one of those places and and they'll encourage you to go, uh, for an extra, an extra two years fully paid, then that's that's the life. Yeah, <laughs> other people paying for your college, crazy. I remember uh, when I was working at Amazon, there was, they said that if you work at Amazon for a year, they'll pay for your tuition, and I was like, that would be very nice, but I don't think I can handle your working here. So <laughs> sorry. It's so many different stories about people working at Amazon. It sounds like the stereotypical like cartoon factory. Like if, if like the cartoon the factories that suck out all absolute all fun out of any type of the, out of anything from the job. Like it's it sounds like that. It does, but I mean, I just I I really don't think it's as bad as most people paint it. I've seen okay. a lot of uh, a lot of memes and a lot of stuff. Uh, but I, it's it's not as bad as people painted. It's it's a job. Apparently, not worth uh, getting your tuition paid for. Though. That's the thing. It's like if you're a full time student and a full time worker at Amazon, then it's very different. But if you're a full time worker at Amazon and you don't have like you don't do anything else, there's people that enjoy it. There's people that that take advantage of it, and there's people that re- really like were encouraged by just being there and and being happy around there, and then moving up the the ladder and stuff like that. So, I mean. It's it's a job. I feel like I feel I feel like a lot of people need a little more positive attitudes toward jobs nowadays because there's a lot of people that have really bad attitudes towards their jobs. It's like, oh, I don't want to go to work, or, or like it's something that sometimes it's something that you're gonna do for the rest of your life. So you need kind of need to change the attitude towards jobs and stuff. 
like the full-time student and full-time employee. <laughs> yeah, but I'm a full-time everything. <laughs> kind of ties back to that sleep discussion. Oh, yeah. I'm a full-time student, a full-time employee, and a part-time employee for another place. So it's definitely... It's it's a life. <laughs> it's certainly a life. You're just tapping into... Uh, your, like I don't know if it's your future time or past time. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll figure it out. All right. At the end of the day, this is the best advice I can give you while, while making your schedule is after you make your schedule and you realize that you're kind of locked into it and it might have been more than, than uh, you might have been off more than you can chew, but you're going to dig your heels anyway. You dig your heels in anyway. Just uh, grin and bear it and it goes on. Time moves on. It always does. You know what I, I think? A good advice for the future is, and I think I'm going to do it. I'm going to buy one of those things where, like, I don't know if you've seen it. It's kind of like a like a cushion where you can, like, just take naps randomly. It's it's, it's a very good thing. Like, I, I, it's, it's is very... Is it called a pillow? Sort of like a pillow, but it's, it's like, it's, it's so you can take naps in really uncomfortable places. It's like, you can just sit down and take a nap. And I'm starting to think that that's the, the, that's the answer to the future. <laughs> I'm starting to think. What were they called? Snuggies, I think they were called. It's like the blankets with the armholes. And then, <laughs> then, then that whatever type of portable pillow you're talking about and just walk around that as your outfit. I think that's, that would be that's, that's the future. It still wouldn't help. It still <laughs> wouldn't help, I promise you. You'd still be tired all the time. Probably. I'm just, I'm just trying to figure out something for next year because I, I have a 9 a.m. I have a 9 uh, yeah, I have a 9 a.m. Oh, no. And I, I like, I, I told myself I wasn't going to take anything be, before 10, 10 a.m. But then... But you uh, lied to yourself. Well, one of my professors who is retiring next semester, it, this is her last class. And she personally asked me to be part of her last class. She guilted you into you a 9 a.m.? You can't, you can't yeah, say... She guilted you into a 9 a.m.? You can't say no to that. I mean, it's just like, it's, it's her last class and she's, re she's an amazing professor. And it's like, and, and she told me, oh, it's, it's it, like, she told me, don't tell anyone. And I just told it on the radio, but well, <laughs> you didn't say which professor or which class, exactly, but you exactly. know, there's a lot of nine. Imagine people just signing up for every 9am out there. <laughs> it was a get rich quick scheme for UTA. <laughs> well, that's that, exactly. That's, that's the thing is like, she, she made me, she told, well, she didn't make me. She just told me that it was her last class and it should be retiring. And if if she would very much like it if I was were part of her last class because I was one of her best students or something like that, and I was like, okay, I, I have to take. Uh, I can't not take the class. Nine names are hard. It, it they are. So I'm going to I'm going to uh, make a strike a deal in the next few days with Red Bull. I'm gonna I'm gonna sign a yes. <laughs> sign a contract with Red Bull. Like, like, look, I know I said that our relationship had to end, <laughs> but I'm open for on again, off again. Sort of thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, 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 uh, talk about abusive relationship. You, you know <laughs> Invoke I mean? the power of caffeine. Kind of thing, yeah. You're going to have to, um, yeah. I'm, I'm about to go drink coffee. <laughs> Just uh, an official statement. UTA does not in any way adore, <laughs> endorse toxic relationships. <laughs> On that sweet, with, sweet with note. With people or with coffee. <laughs> On that sweet, sweet note. Thank you for listening to Welcome to Undergrad. I'm Zachary Smith, co-hosted. Hi, Danny Mudvari. Thank you very much for coming today, Danny. Uh, thank you so much for listening. That's going to do it for this edition. Bye.